We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. eat a pickle out your butt even though I hate pickles (laughs) my guest today he's not an actor and he's not a comedian but he's an editor and we met on an app his name is Nick Snell hi Nick hey how are you I'm great I'm great um nice to be here it's cool (laughs) so have you done a podcast before no, no, never. Okay. No, I, I've listened to a lot, but I've never, <sighs> never been on one. Okay. Well, welcome. Thank you. I'm honored that you said yes, and it's going to be fun, baby. Yeah, let's hope so. Okay. <laughs> so, no, it will be. It'll be great. So, we met on an app. Yes. We met T- on Tinder. Tinder, yeah. Do you, are you on other apps or are you just on Tinder? I don't use Tinder anymore. What do you use now? No, I've, um, I've switched over fully to Hinge. Ah. Hinge, baby. Hinge. It's great. I, I have not had luck on Hinge. Really? No. And I can't figure out, maybe it's like the settings. I'm setting it too far, but I keep getting people like on the West side and I'm like, there's, yeah. there's no dick good enough to drive to the West Side. <laughs> yeah, I had like a really good connection like a couple of weeks ago. And then I was, it was in like Playa del Rey. And it's yeah, just like, I'll never, no. this will never work. This wasn't meant to be. You'll never see each other. <laughs> You'll never like meet in the middle, which sounds romantic. But, but like, no. it's not. No, no. It's not fun. Yeah, I try to set the search radius as small mm-hmm, as possible mm-hmm. now. But there's still, Hinge, yeah, Hinge is bad about that, where they will kind of allow so, other people in. Okay, so it's not me. It is Hinge. Yeah, no, I, I and I haven't been able to figure that out yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, but other than that, Hinge has been, um, I mean, honestly, like, it's been good connection-wise, mm-hmm. but like, next level, like, going on actual dates, it's not as great. Why? Do you uh, know? Um, no, you don't. No, <laughs> no. Why do you think? There's like a fizzle. There's always like, okay. you know, the, there's, it's a lot more, because I mean, I feel like with Tinder, it's like you have like two or mm-hmm. three messages back and forth, and then it's just like, a, hey, like, let's meet up. Mm-hmm. Um, but Hinge, the uh, the the discussion kind of stretches out longer and longer, because okay. I mean, you've been on it. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like question based. So yeah, you have really... to be like, why do you like tacos or whatever? It'll be like, <laughs> who do you want to invite to a dinner, dead or alive? And yeah, like, there's a lot of those. Do we really want to talk? That's like when you've run out of things to say no, to someone. You're like, hey, babe, uh, if we had a dinner party and someone was dead and you wanted to invite them, who would it be? Like, it's <laughs> not, I don't think that's a good icebreaker. Yeah, no, I have, I, I, Somehow, um, the worst, worst icebreaker I have mm-hmm. on there has been I literally 95% of responses have come from it. And like the prompt is agree or disagree. And I just put hot dogs or sandwiches and mm-hmm. I get five, <laughs> five answers a day from that. 
Because, I mean, and I feel like I've tried to think about it, and it's like, it's a, it's a really stupid, trivial thing, but, but it gives... it's polarizing. It gives, it's polarizing, and it gives you a chance to have kind of like those like dumb, like kind of flirty mm-hmm. arguments where it's like, no, you're so wrong, blah. And I have no horse in the race, so I just like take the opposing view of whatever the girl answers. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like negging, isn't it? Uh, I mean... As as light as Nagin gets, I guess. Yeah, where. It, what is your actual opinion? Um, you know, I I I I feel that a lot of a lot of uh, hot takes on it, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of, I don't know. It's both for me. It's because if if I don't know, I oh God, I've had this conversation so many times on this. Sorry, stupid app. now you got to do it. No, and so have okay. So so if it's. If if the argument is that it's two pieces of bread makes mm-hmm. a distinct sandwich, then things like like a Philly cheesesteak, which isn't a fully split piece of bread, okay, that's that's for me a for sure sandwich. Okay. So, but upon me, you know, that's that's not okay. a split piece of bread, but that's definitely a sandwich. All right. Um, but I I honestly, if I had if I had a gun to my head, I would say hot dogs are not sandwiches. That is correct. Yeah, that's the correct answer. They're, they're in a, a Philly cheesesteak is also not a sandwich. A Philly cheesesteak <laughs> is a Philly cheesesteak. A bomb me is a bomb me. But those are subcategories of sandwiches. Well, you're not saying ham and cheese everywhere you go. You'd say a ham and cheese sandwich. True. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess you don't say a Philly cheesesteak sandwich. No. <laughs> when things oh, have God. names, they're names. <laughs> this is what I'm doing with my podcast. I'm blowing people's minds. I'm letting you think and explore. So are you single right now? Yes. Yes. And are you having fun? Are you like single and loving it? Uh, I don't really go on a lot of dates. Um, okay. This new job that I'm working, I, I'm at work until about like seven o'clock every night. Mm-hmm. So um, I also, I still play a lot of tennis. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So tennis, um, I've, I, I kind of had to have a moment a couple months ago where it was like, am I going to focus on, you know, kind of becoming a better <laughs> tennis player uh-huh, or am I going to or... continue, you know, kind of treading water on these apps mm-hmm. so um the t- tennis won okay and fair. i'm and i'm great i'm becoming such a better <laughs> tennis player and i love it i like tennis i like the way it looks i think it looks very cool to be like bopping a ball back and forth yeah but it's a lot of work and yeah. i think i have an aversion to it because my dad played tennis okay and i had to go to tennis camp Every fucking summer growing up. That's good though. If you ever picked it back up, all that stuff is like retained in your mind and you can play tennis know. in like a weekend. I don't know. There's like a real just block. Cause <laughs> no, then I get like it. we would go to camp and then we would go to the park and we would hit it against the wall and he'd be like, You're not trying hard enough. And <laughs> I'd be like, like, I am. And we were two little black kids, me and my sister. So I think he was like, This is my Serena and that's my Venus. Yeah. And we were like, No, we're Catherine and Nicole. We don't want to play tennis. <laughs> it's a good way to make money though. Venus and Serena, they're good. It is a good way to make money. I it's don't make a, any from it, but You the, could. No. Tennis tournaments. The uh, the level that I play, there's no prize money. You get a you get but a trophy though. You can organize it, and you can say thirty dollar <laughs> entry fee, and then you collect all that money, and whoever wins makes that money. That's a good idea. Yeah, there's like um, there's a Showtime documentary on a tennis coach named Nick Bollettieri that just came mm-hmm. out called Love Means Zero, <laughs> and yeah, he he was just some random Italian guy who started coaching tennis in his mid fifties, and you know he. He's like the best coach ever now. So yeah, that's that that's my backup plan for when editing social media videos dies out. It won't. Yeah. We're no. going to turn into virtual reality. <laughs> we'll need someone to edit our lives. Yeah, yeah, the videos will just keep keep getting shorter and shorter and someone needs to edit those. I guess so. So would you really um coach tennis? Is that like a thing you want to do? Um my goal in life right now is to to be on a tennis court as much as possible. Okay. So um, if I'm not getting paid to play it, then mm-hmm. that's really my only other cho- choice. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would. I mean, I'm not. Again, I'm not good enough to be a coach, but maybe in 20 you years. Don't lie to people. Yeah, no, Just that's lie. that's what Bolitari like, did. Yeah, guys, I'm the best tennis player in fucking Sweden. Don't you want to get coached by <laughs> me? But then they like. Baby? But then they like look at my body and they're like, No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're like, I quit playing for a couple yeah. years. So now yeah, you know chilled. the body took over itself. <laughs> what is one of the worst dates you've ever been on? Um, I went on one recently. Uh, well, you. Um, uh, no offense. Now Our that first you, date was no, bad. No, no. Now that you're smoking again. Um, but the worst, the worst first impression on a first date I had was a girl walked up smoking a cigarette. Ah. Yeah, and that's like you know, put out the cigarette, throw it out, and then it's like, hey, 
So it was like, oh, God. Uh, but, you know, I went through with it. Um, she just want you to know that she was a bad girl who doesn't conform. She, she was, yeah. no fuck. She was wearing a leather jacket, too. So I was, I was very, I was very intimidated by her. Um, but beyond that, like a bad, I, I don't know. I don't really, I don't have bad first dates because I, okay. I can, uh, this is just like me talking to myself. I can like talk to anybody about anything okay. and be interested for at least an hour. You know, so um, I thought uh, I thought going on dates, not drinking would be Mm -hmm. a problem, but it really hasn't been. It's really kind of forced me to. To be like, you know, the host of the date to like to keep (laughs) like to keep the conversation going Mm -hmm. like and to try not to talk about tennis too much. Well, not drinking on a date is interesting because usually I drink on dates. With you, I didn't because you don't drink. So I was like, I could do that. That's fucking easy. Yeah. But it like forced me to be like, oh, what's your real opinion? Like, what's not a funny opinion on this thing? Yeah. It forces you to just, I don't know, be a little bit more truthful, I feel like. And I think people think alcohol makes you more truthful. I was like, alcohol just makes you more bold. Bold, totally, yeah. And I feel like like drinking on first dates versus not drinking on first dates is like, Things progress so much faster mm-hmm. when both people are drinking. So oh, it's yeah. like you like not drinking. I have never I've never hooked up on a first date. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not something that like, you know, I've never even like had like a make out on a first date. It's just mm-hmm. like it's one of those really just like get to know each other. And yeah, so I feel like with alcohol on the first date, you kind of you can kind of progress things way too quickly and you can kind of get to a point where you feel like you really know this person. But it's just like, is that? you know, just kind of the impaired brain talking. Mm-hmm. Like, was it, you know, do you feel like you know this person because you went home with them on the first date? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's really, it's really kind of taken out like things just across the board progress much more slowly, mm-hmm. um, which is, which is a problem then because, uh, you know, because then you're five dates in mm-hmm. before, before, it, you know, kind of real things have to be talked about, mm-hmm. you know? So um, that's, that's one of the problems, but, um, at the same time, yeah, you don't have like those weird kind of. Yeah, because I think Tinder and all these apps, I say it all the time on this podcast, it creates a false sense of intimacy. Mm-hmm. And then you meet the person and then you drink with them. Then you're like, oh, we're best fucking friends. We like know each other. Then you think about it the next day. And you're like, actually, I don't think I know any more about that person than I did before we yeah, went out. I don't even know that person's last name. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I do ask for last names because I like to look people up on the internet. Yeah, that's good. That's, I mean, it's... You know, just see, see that, that can be friends. That can be tough, on? too, though, because if you look somebody up too much, I find mm-hmm. this with people I play tennis with, if you look people up too much and you bring up stuff that you haven't talked about before... <laughs> That it's just like, oh shit, like how they much know. did they, yeah, how they much know did they, I've been looking at them. yeah, exactly. So it's just like, oh, tell me about like, you know, your dog. And it's like, I didn't tell you I had a dog, um, mm. even though I, that's like the third thing I tell anybody about me. But um, I try real hard to just play stupid. Like if I say something that I'm not supposed to know, like, how do you know? I'm like, ha, what are you, ha, <laughs> yeah, you just yeah. move on to the next one. Well, ha, you just kind of laugh a bunch and then they're like, oh, she's just being a little weird. Yeah. So. You messaged me first. So what, do you remember my profile? Uh, I remember you had, I think it was a photo with a huge dildo. (laughs) (laughs) Is that Uh right? Yeah, Yeah, baby. (laughs) (laughs) But you didn't mention it. The dildo? You didn't. No, you don't open with that. It's like, it's like, it's like if you, if, you know, if you see someone on the street, like if you have, I don't mm-hmm. know, I guess if you have a friend that has like a bandage around their heads, like mm-hmm. you don't want to immediately, because you don't want them to think that that's like the first thing. Ah. And also it's like, I don't know, what am I going to say? Like, uh, you ever, you ever, you ever dealt with one that size? You'd <laughs> be surprised. No, I, I 75% didn't... of my messages are that. Jesus. <laughs> like so many. Like, is that uh, the size you really like? And I'm like, oh, God. no. If I did, I would say it right in my profile. I'd be like, that dildo you see, I take it every night. <laughs> that's that's one of like the, I, I wouldn't say a disadvantage, but that's one of the things about being like a, a not psycho that mm-hmm. dates out here is that once you kind of prove that, you get all of the psycho stories. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, just like the messaging, like the guys that, I mean, it's, it's a cliche, but like the whole, the whole dick pic thing and mm-hmm. like how it's just like how quickly it seems to to progress with like some and what the crazy thing is is like there's no guy i know that i think would do that but there has to but be guys that i know so that do that so many guys you know that yeah, do that have and, you never sent a dick pic uh not unwarranted oh okay yeah yeah um 
No, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, whenever, I was like texting this guy, we were gonna try to meet up and like go have a drink or whatever, and he's like, do you wanna see my dick? And I was like, I mean, no. <laughs> Once you've seen three, you've kinda seen them all. Yeah. But he was like, I'm gonna send it anyway. And I was like, all right. So he sent it, it was a dick. Was it big? And then it was fine. Yeah. It was like, it wasn't anything to like write home about. Mm. But then again, like I don't know if I'd ever write home about a dick. Yeah. Dear Catherine, my dear sister, I saw a big old honking dick today. Yeah, it's like like the Civil War like yeah. documentary. Like you see your handwriting uh-huh. it. Yeah, uh. it was like a fine dick. And then he was like, "Your turn." And I was like, "No." He was like, "Why not?" And I was like, "I don't send nude pictures to people." He I was guess. Like, well, why not? And I was like, "Cause I don't just." Google image a fat black woman naked and then imagine my head on top. I guess I guess th- is that is that the thinking that like oh if I send a dick pic then I might get something in response? Maybe, but a lot of like for every guy who asks me for a picture there's like 10 who are just like look at what I have. Yeah, no, it's it's a weird it's a weird power thing. Mm, it's Yes. It's it's forcing odd. someone to look at your dick and it's like I'll look at a dick. I like them, but like I like them in person. What am I going to do with a picture? Yeah. Like yeah. fucking be like, oh, I'm going to just fucking rub one out. Yeah, like just like set it up on yeah. your, your dresser and just like <laughs> zoom in on it. Yeah, no, it's it's a strange phenomenon. It's very weird. Okay, on our, because I'm literally trying to figure out, oh, I'm still single. So on our, what was your first impression of me on our date? I know I had wild hair. Yeah, that was when you had really long braids, right? Mm. I had colorful braids, then very long braids. Okay, yeah. So that was um, that was at the place next to UCB, right? Yeah, uh, Franklin, because I had a show there, and I was like, I'm not going to travel anywhere else. <laughs> I'm going to make this very convenient for me. Yeah, no, the uh, the first impression, well, because, I mean, I told you this, I, f- I think before even, um, before even going on the date that I was aware, you know, I was aware of your work. Um, I, I think, think you told me on the date. Oh, you right. may have said it before. I don't <laughs> I saved remember. Um, yeah, so, you know, I um, I was like, wow, she's a lot like she is on podcasts and TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, not a, it's not a character she plays. Um, but yeah, no, beyond that, I, I thought it was great. I thought it was, I thought we got along really well. We uh-huh. had, you know, the conversation rolled. Um, I thought it was nice. Yeah, the food was good at that place. Yeah, Franklin and Company, baby. Yeah, the uh, not paying me, but they've got really good <laughs> fried chicken. You yeah. do have to season it yourself, but it is a good. <laughs> I think it's a good. Fr- it's not the best fried chicken. It's like doable. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was it was a good date. It um, you had that show, so it was uh the perfect kind of first date where it's yes. finite, you uh-huh. know, where there's like a time limit, which I think right. is I think Very that's important. It was like I have to go, I have to go do another show. Goodbye. Yeah, no, which is which I think is good because then you know. Um, not that like, you know, not that I was like trying to get out of there, but in, but in situations when you do want to get out of there, mm-hmm. it's good. Cause you, then you're not like, I mean, I have the dog, so I can always just have like the, mm-hmm. Oh, you know, my dog's been in his crate for three hours. So I got to get home. Um, that's smart. Yeah. But, um, I've, uh, never used my dog as an excuse. <laughs> I always just be like, I have to go write a script. And they're like, what? I'm like, ah, it's I'm due at 8am. I'm which under is a tight deadline. Never a real thing. <laughs> They'll take a script whenever you fucking. Re- it's not a thing. Yeah. I went on. I went on a date with a um, another another video editor, and mm-hmm. she had. I she had the best. She wanted to get out of there, and she had the best. <laughs> um, the best, like get the fuck out. Where she, she like kind of play acted, looking at her phone, and she mm-hmm. was like, "Oh no, I sent out a cut, but the link is bad, so I had to run back to the office really quick and send out a fresh mm-hmm. link." And me as an editor, I'm like, "Oh, I've done that before," but at the same time, I'm like. It's like eight thirty on a Friday. <laughs> like you're not going back to the office, but I. It was fine. Ugh, that was when I lived over on the West Side. That was the worst dating of I my don't life. Like the West Side. Yeah. No. It's um. It's really bad. It's. Mm-hmm. I, I lived in Culver City, and it was. Uh, I got I lived there for eleven months. Yeah, I, I couldn't even do a full year lease. Uh, it was. You know, they have good restaurants, good food out mm-hmm. there, good karaoke bars, but beyond that, um, no, it's awful. What's your favorite karaoke song? Karaoke song is Thunder Road by Bruce Springsteen. Uh, it's kind of, it's not a deep cut, but it's like. How does that go? Um, he says Thunder Road a lot in the chorus. Thunder Road, yeah. we're rolling down Thunder Road. <laughs> I don't know. I truly don't know the song. It, uh, it's on the same album as Born to Run, and it just kind of sounds like Born to Run. I uh, couldn't tell you a Bruce Springsteen song. Oh, well. which is bad because I'm from Jersey <laughs> and he's from Jersey. Same with that Mr. Jovi man. What's his name? John Bond. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, John. How do you forget that? John Bon Jovi. What an insane name. That can't be his government name. Yeah, I think it is. Or yeah, probably not. It's oh, no, no, I know what it is. His real name is John. Uh, I think it's Bon Jovi. It's like an Italian oh, last okay. name. I don't know. I, I could be making that up completely, but um, yeah, hey, John Bon Jovi. Internet people listening, <laughs> take that for what it is. Yeah. It's the truth. It's like how Guy Fieri's real name is Guy Fairy. Oh no, that really <laughs> crushes my soul. <laughs> oh no. I still like him. I am obsessed with Guy Fieri, and I now own a flame bowling shirt, flame <laughs> shorts, flame shoes, and a flame bikini. And I was on the phone with my best friend the other day, and I was like, what if I get like flames on my car? <laughs> she was yeah. like, why? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. I think I'm just trying to become Gal Fieri. And she laughed and then went, you follow through on things. So I'm going to say no. I th- like a hard no. I say yes. You- Thank you. It's all I want. How cool would that be to like roll up and get I just want flames on my car. I think it would be very cool. Would you get like like nice hand painted ones or would you get like a cheap like kind of decal kit? Not cheap. I would go out. I would go out. I would like spend some money to put flames on my car. And my car is black. So like just some orange and yellow flames. Hell yeah. I, it would make me so happy. And I wouldn't do like an outline. I would do like full flames on the hood going up the side. You should just go all the way and get like a... Um a guy from Lincoln Park, the uh, the flames like going up your forearm tattoo. I kind of want a flame tattoo. Do it. But I feel like on my arm, I've been pretty strategic about my arms. So like when my arms are down in short sleeves, you can't see uh-huh. them. Uh, and then I have them everywhere else. Yeah. So like, yeah, so you can, you can cover them up for rolls mm-hmm, and stuff. Mm-hmm, but hey, Jonah mm-hmm. Hill's getting like sleeves now. He's Jonah Hill can do that. <laughs> Jonah Hill was nominated for an Oscar. Jonah Hill can do whatever he wants. Little old Nicole Byer, <laughs> she can't, she can't. Because then it takes time. And the last job I had, I forgot to mention I had tattoos, uh, and the girl like freaked out. Do they? Do like, they have like oh, makeup no. that covers them up? Mm-hmm. Oh, what's wrong with having tattoos? Cops, uh, cops have. Ta- oh God, I don't know why that was the initial the, thing I went to. Because you love the police. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You blue love li- them. Blue, blue lives matter. matter. <laughs> that makes no sense. Anyway, uh, none. <laughs> it's just because it takes time to cover them, and mm. then. Some tattoos are copywritten. Oh, okay. Like, or like you the, have to credit the artist. Like the Mike Tyson uh, hangover yes. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mine should be fine because the most visible one on my wrist I made on Microsoft Word. Hell yeah. When I was 16 years old. <laughs> Did you get it when you were 16? Uh-huh. Nice. I took my sister's fake ID and I went and got it done. My sister is a year and a half older than me maybe a full foot shorter than me <laughs> and like a hundred pounds smaller than me. So like I truly gave them a completely different person's idea. It was like, does me? And they were like, whatever. Yeah, they don't care. They really didn't give a shit. I got this one. I have one, two, three, four, five tattoos I made on Microsoft Word. <laughs> nice. Because here's the thing. I thought your only option was the flash on the walls or something you gave them. Oh, so you can't, you didn't think like, oh, I, I can tell them that I want something and they'll like, the, these artists that I'm paying money to uh-huh. will draw them. Truly had no idea. And I think I, that happens to me a lot. I like just get this thought in my brain and I'm like, that's it. That's the truth. There's nothing different. That's it. <laughs> I don't know. You have tons of tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Have you gotten any other ones since I've seen you last? I've gotten that one. I've officially gone below the elbow. Okay. Um, what is that? It's an eagle. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, beyond that, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna start filling up my torso next. I'm gonna try to do like some some large scale pieces of what? What do you want? Uh, I don't know yet. Probably just like <sighs> generic American traditional stuff, like a ship. Okay. I don't want to get another eagle because I don't want to seem too patriotic. Um, yeah, as a white man, I would steer clear of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not now's not now's not the time. No, sure is it. Because <laughs> whenever I see a white dude with like a lot of like patriotic tattoos, I'm like, is he gonna hate crime me? Yeah. Is this is this guy an operator? Is this a Chris Kyle? Who's uh, Chris Kyle? Uh, he was the American sniper. Ah, yeah. who then was murdered by a gun, even though he's like a. Uh, one of the best 
shooters, sharp well, I shooters. Mean, yeah, he like took a guy, <laughs> took like a a veteran to a gun range and was just mm. basically like shot in the back of the head when he was like instructing somebody else. Mm. Um, Have you ever been to a gun range? Yes. Yeah, I'm Did from. Did you like? Oh yeah, I'm from Las from... Vegas. There's a ton of gun ranges out there. Uh, no, I, I don't like gun ranges. They're, I don't like they're them horrible. They're, they're scary. They're so they're so much louder than it looks on TV. It's yes. like a little explosion going off in your yes. hand. Yeah, and it's the bad. only rule I went there's one at the end of the street. Me and my roommate went. The only rule was to hold your gun up. I was like, is this like scissor rules? Like, what do you mean? Just yeah. hold it up. Don't point it at anything you don't intend to destroy. Ah! <laughs> and then they were going to let me shoot an AK-47. And I was like, I seem loopy just yeah. as a normal person. I wouldn't give me that gun. I, I've shot an AK before. That's scary. Yeah, I think it's so scary. In Vegas, you don't even have to go to a gun range because you can just drive 20 minutes and you're out in the middle of the desert. So and yeah, I... I had a friend that uh, had had a whole arsenal, which mm-hmm. was not good for him. Um, but uh, so what we would do is, yeah, we would basically take like a, a thirty pack of uh, what's what's that called? Keystone Light. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the Keystones. Um, just out to the desert, and he would bring like a he brought a car battery one time to have a shoot at. But then he had another friend that had like a semi-automatic shotgun that he brought out, and mm-hmm. we're just drinking beer in the middle of the desert, and it's. I, I think back to it now, and it's just like at any moment, the worst, like the worst tragedy could have yeah, happened. Yeah, you could like shoot your fucking friend, and then a hospital's far away, yeah. and then you're gonna die in the desert. <laughs> yeah, you're just gonna bleed out on the sand. That would be not fun. <laughs> no. Ooh, okay, Nick, we gotta oh, we take gotta, a break. Yeah, we gotta get back. We gotta get back to the uh, the dating. I guess we're talking about. No, guns. we have to take a break. Shut oh, up for two sorry. seconds. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing, fast, free shipping and returns, and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things. And Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to newly.com, N U U L Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com. Newly with two U's with code DATEME20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org slash future. That's PlannedParenthood.org slash future. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors. 
big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And now we're back. Okay, I want you to look at my... Tinder profile, and then tell me what's good and bad about it. Okay, so so you're still on Tinder. Do you do Bumble or anything else? Uh, I am still on Tinder. I do Tinder, <laughs> Bumble, Hinge, Raya, Coffee Meets Bagel, and OkCupid. Coffee Meets Bagel is weird to me. It's awful. Like, you have to collect beans. Jesus. I just remember the email. It's like, here's your coffee. For, or is it? Is it? Here's your bagel for the day? Is that what they say? I think or, maybe. You have to collect beans. Coffee's. I don't know. It's it's fucking <laughs> weird. Okay, so okay, so so the first the first photo that I'm seeing is you recreating a, a Kim Kardashian a ramen photo. <laughs> it's great. Mm-hmm. It's very funny. Thank you. All right, second one is you holding a drink of some sort. Um, this is something, I mean, this is just something that jumps out to me as a non-drinker, but every mm-hmm. single girl on every dating profile has at least like two photos of them drinking alcohol. Because we need to let people know we're fun. Yeah, no, that's that's like, there's there's that. There's the, the those lamp posts outside of LACMA. <laughs> there's uh-huh. uh, the Museum of Ice Cream. Uh-huh. That then, pissed me off. Because it wasn't a museum. Everybody, was that's everybody's response no to it. Is, it was facts. terrible. Yeah. It was an Instagram yeah. destination. No, that's like that's that's the that's the future, isn't it? That's just <sighs> it like, bums me the fuck out. It's bad. But I do like a good wall. I like taking pictures in front of good walls. There's more and more of those in town. Like the, makes me very the happy. wings where you like you have to not like look look down at like a, a 45 degree angle. No, not the wings, <laughs> but like a beautiful fucking mural. Have you like, been to Have you been to Beyond the Streets yet? That that no, big. That? It's like a big. It's actually right down by here. It's a big like street art exhibit, but it's in Ooh. this massive, massive warehouse, and it's it's cool because it actually is kind of like a museum. But Ooh. that's also like when I was there, it's all just yeah. Instagram. But I mean, at least it's it's interesting stuff I you're like taking photos in front of. I like street art, and I like, like, Melrose has a lot. And you see, yeah. like, these beautiful... There's one on... Uh-oh, Melrose and something, but it's, like, fucking, like, a, like a three-floor building, and it's just flowers, and oh, it's a cool. huge vase, and it's just really pretty. Yeah, it's great. I like things like that. Okay, so the third photo here is you uh, in front of a, a Barbie Jeep. Yeah, That's baby. a good photo. Your hair, your hair looks really good in the photo. Thank you. You look good in the photo. It's a good photo. That one... 
Uh, do you have it set so Tinder decides the order of your photos? Mm-hmm. I would put this one first. Okay. Um, okay, then there's there's the one. This is the one I saw, the one with the big blue dildo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sends it sends a message. Um, okay, so you've got a uh, you've got a short description in here. I guess the wildest fact about me is that eating cake pays my mortgage. That's good. I, that's that's a good. It's good punchy. It, it gives gives. I feel like the big thing is like. Give me something to send a message mm-hmm. about. Just be like, hey, you're like cool, bl- cool blue dildo. But it's like that. <laughs> it's like, oh, either how do you, you know, how do you pay your mortgage with cake? Or hey, I watched the show and it's really cool. So it's, I think that's a great, great profile. There's okay. There's the blue bodysuit uh, mm-hmm. latching onto the uh, bookcase that was on there. I think that was your main profile pick when you and I matched. Mm, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's been there for a while. I figure show people my body yeah. so they're not surprised. You gotta. You, Big butt, it's good. Yeah, baby. Hell yeah! And then there's one with, um, God forgive me, Clyde. That's Clyde, yeah. right? With the with the the papillon mm-hmm. ears. Yeah, that's great. Dog photos always. Mm-hmm. I, I will swipe right on every on any and all People dog photos. People love dogs. Another another thing to you know kind of have a first message about. Oh, mm-hmm. what's your dog's name? How long have you had him for? Blah blah blah. And then just a, a classic selfie with some glasses. Are those real glasses or is that a filter? They're. Let me see. I don't know. It's the filters have gotten so good. Oh no, so those good. are those okay. are real. Yeah, no, that's a good one too. Yeah, I got bad eyes. Yeah, really. I'm very blind. Oh no! What? You have one smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I like that right. picture because I look like an Olsen twin <laughs> <laughs> with the big glasses and the iced coffee. Uh-huh. Yeah, and the cigarette, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, you know, I I don't know. I personally, um, for as for as good as the. The profile and the mm-hmm. dog photo is a cigarette in a photo, instant, instant I swipe know. left. I, um, it is like I've gone on dates with dudes who are just like, I mean, you gotta quit. And then I'm like, don't tell me what to do. Have you gone on dates with cigarette smokers? No, I have not. Have you ever kissed a cigarette smoker? It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've kissed cigarette smokers in a bar. Where we're drunk, okay, and yeah, we both smoke yeah. Cigarettes. I mean, see, that's yeah. So that's like, if you, yeah, if you yourself smoke cigarettes and you kiss a cigarette smoker, I guess it like it can't, it's like eating garlic. Like yeah, it kind of cancels, like cancels each other out. out. Yeah, um, but like, I don't like getting into a car that smells like cigarettes. Oh yeah, I don't like no, going to someone's so house funky that smells like cigarettes. Like it's gross. Like I don't smoke in my car and I don't smoke in my house. Good, good. Because it just it's there's there's a funk gross. to it. It it smells even like because I mean. If I walk past someone like smoking a cigarette, mm-hmm. like that doesn't smell terrible to me. But if I'm like at work and someone comes in from smoking a yes. cigarette and you're in the elevator with them, yes. like that it's smells terrible. Awful. And it just it just like radiates off mm-hmm. of them. So, and then it's like work to not smell like it. Like I have hand sanitizer that I like put on. It never covers like, it never covers it. Never fully covers it up. It <gasps> merely masks it. <laughs> Quit smoking. If you're listening to this and you smoke, stop smoking. Yeah, stop smoking. Alan Carr, the easy way. It's a good book and it did help. Yeah, it helped a lot. It helped for like three months until <laughs> I had a day that was bad, and I was like, you know what, I want it. And then I smoked it. And I was like, I'm not enjoying it. Oh god! So I think I just got to read it again. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a short book. It helped Ellen and uh, Richard Branson. Those are the two the two big celebs. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So okay, so so that that's all the photos. So I think it's great. I think it's, okay. it's um, I would. I mean, personally, uh, I would get rid of the cigarette. But uh, but yeah, no, I think that's great. It, uh, if I if I were still on Tinder, I would I would I would swipe right on that. Uh, no, I wouldn't because you the cigarette wouldn't photo. Of the cigarette. But wouldn't uh, you just be intrigued to be like, you gonna quit? Nothing intriguing about cigarette <laughs> smoking. Well, it's nice to know that you'd swipe right on me again, but then wouldn't. Here's okay. So on Bumble, I have been asking people interesting questions. What would be your answer to this? Okay, um, would you rather turn into a hot dog every night or turn into a hot air balloon every day for 15 minutes at 11.45? A hot air balloon. Because then you get to, like, fly around and see things. It's like riding in a hot air balloon. Um, But you are the balloon. But you are the balloon, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) See, the guy, he just said balloon. So I, yeah, that's that's, it. That's that's one of my big things with these, these dating sites. It's like, um... 
you have to yes and on those. Yes. You can't just answer a question. Like, I'm not here. I don't really care about these. I mean, I care about the mm-hmm. answer. All the ladies out there, I care very deeply about the <laughs> answers. I'll tell you something. You're going to get a lot of DMs if you give up your Instagram handle. Oh, All really? of the men I have had on <laughs> have had... They said an insane amount of women being hey. like, hey, um, you just seem really nice and thoughtful. Do you like, uh, want to go out? Well, my, my Instagram is all just photos of my dog. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they'll, they'll really get an idea of what I look like from it. But hey, I still might get. Still There's might pictures get. of you on it. On mine? Oh, yeah, I guess. I got to get more on there, though. Up those, di- But the DMs don't matter because I'm too busy playing tennis today. <laughs> so send them. I'll get back to them at some You'll- point. <laughs> <laughs> when you give up your tennis habit, you'll yeah. get around to them. When, when I suffer my inevitable career-ending injury, then then yeah. Well, are you playing tennis that hard? Uh, five or six days a week at this point. Yeah. Sometimes what time some, do you play? Sometimes seven thirty a.m. and then sometimes seven thirty p.m. It's yeah. It's a lifestyle. That's why I'm so tan right now. Early, you are tan. And I'm I was crazy ask tan. If you had gone somewhere, no, no, just the hard court. Do you wear sunscreen? I do, but I'm out there. Like I was out. I've played three hours this morning already. So Good I, I Lord. yeah, I have the um, I have like the glow from this morning. But yeah, it kind of just wears off after time. You're a very early riser. Yeah, I get up at six a.m. every day. That's crazy that's the other thing that, that's the other thing that, that doesn't benefit me dating because i go to bed at like 10 30 every night too so yes. it's like after work i get home i um you know i make a quick dinner and then i'm just i you know i have an hour of tv then i just go mm-hmm. to bed so it's like i don't know it's like dates they detract from my morning tennis <laughs> so, it's okay, tough so dating truly is just a distraction from you becoming the master at tennis. Yeah, and the problem is that sometimes I get really kind of like, oh, I really should be dating. So I'll go like mm-hmm. on a big, like like a week-long run of like matching with people and messaging with people. But then all of those fizzle because then I'm not available the following ah. week because of all of my tennis. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've had I've had these girls just be like, uh, you know, I feel like we really we really connected over messaging, but like, but then you just kind of went silent. Like, is mm-hmm. there something? And it's just like it sounds bull. Like any excuse I give sounds bullshit. Like mm-hmm. I'm too busy with tennis. It sounds so why don't you really say bullshit. that? Because it sounds like bullshit. Yeah, but just be like, listen, I'm really into tennis, and you're not important enough for me to give that up. <laughs> um, you might hurt a feeling, but like she'll know. Yeah, I just I just need to find a girl who plays tennis. That's that's my there thing. You go. Yeah, so I've been I've been like taking group lessons and stuff, and like hoping that <laughs> like it's a really roll of the dice because like you take you sign up for like an eight week group uh-huh. class, and then you find out on the first day if there's any single girls in the class. Um, there haven't been. But so what happens? Roll call happens. And they go, Tiffany, what are you? And you're like, <laughs> well, single. No, I think I think it happens so much that the girls in the classes will always find a way to be like, yeah, I'm just trying to like get better at tennis so I can play with my boyfriend. Ah. So that that's a lot of the girls in these classes. Um, ah. See, ah, these men have found women who are willing to play tennis, so then they take a lesson to get better with them. That's what you need. You need to go on a date with someone, convince them to like tennis, and then convince them to take a class, so then they'll play tennis with See, you. See, the problem is I, I need someone who's been playing tennis for at least a year so I can actually have a hitting partner. <laughs> I'm not, I, like, I, it's not that I'm not a beginner, but I'm, I'm like... You're intermediate I'm beginner. I'm intermediate, yeah. I'm, I'm, um, I'm a 3-5 if you're a tennis player. I'm a... I'm a Three, five and available now. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand tennis scoring. What's what's not to what's not it's to understand? Confusing. It's so just one you to bop four. It, yeah, and then the, but then there's like love and love uh, is just zero. That's it. Okay. Then you go. Then you go to fifteen. Fifteen love. That's yeah. So in that case, if you're serving, and it's fifteen love. That means you won the first point, and then it's thirty love. Yes. Forty love. Yes. If you both get to forty, if it gets to forty forty, that's deuce. Yes. And then in the deuce, there's advantage. Yes. So it's add in or add out. And mm-hmm. then that's that's it. Here's the thing. When someone says easy, there's usually a couple words. You <laughs> yeah. said so many sentences. Well, when you start playing with really good people, they just start doing one, two, three, and four. Ah. Yeah. That's like, but then if you play with really, really good people, they don't even call out the score. You're just expected to keep track of oh. it. Yeah. I was always very good at serving. That's good. Because I, I have like pretty decent 
body strength? I don't know. Yeah. So I can like fucking whack the ball. That's good. And people are always like, ah, and I'm like, yeah, baby. Yeah, if you can have a good serve. Yeah. And I also, we tennis and we bowling. We bowling is very fun because when you roll the ball towards the people, they jump in their heads. <laughs> and I go, oh. <laughs> and it makes me laugh every time it happens. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Nick. Yeah, wait. So, yeah, we I see this is this is another problem with my first dates is that I always bring it back to tennis, which is it it's not mm-hmm. great. It's it's I don't know, I'm still in like the it's like last year, I always brought it back to talking about sobriety, and now that mm-hmm. I'm uh over a year sober. Congratulations. Thank you. Subtly drop that. Um now, yeah, now it's just the other thing that I'm currently obsessed mm-hmm. with, which is tennis. So it's, I don't know, I, I, I have, I'm very one-track minded. Are you completely sober or do you like smoke weed still? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm completely sober. No, I'm I actually- I toy with getting, like not getting sober, but just like, I like to take sabbaticals because we're just drinking poison. Yeah, no, that's uh, the Al- Alan Carr. He has a the the drinking book too, and that's he's um, got so many books to be yeah, like yeah, all the garbage things you do. I'll help you stop it. Yeah, yeah. The um, I tried reading the uh, his weight loss book, and it's basically just like become a vegan. Well, he didn't write that one. No, no. It was it's it's somebody from his mm-hmm. clinic who wrote it because uh, he's he died of lung cancer. Mm. Um, he quit smoking too late. Mm. But um, and that's what happens to everyone who smokes is they die of lung cancer. Um, or they <laughs> fall off a boat. Yeah, true. Um, you could die any old way. <laughs> but um but yeah, no, no weed. Uh I when I was reading his his stop drinking book, that's when I realized like I don't have a drinking problem, I have a weed problem. Mm. And people never take it seriously, so I've just stopped telling people <laughs> it. So I'm like, yeah, like the hardest like quitting quitting drinking was super easy for me, but quitting smoking was like that was really mm-hmm. hard. And I actually I hit a year last week on on weed. Congratulations. That's yeah, that's that's I think you could become dependent on any any old thing you totally, want. Totally, yeah. I mean, a ton of people are addicted to sugar, myself included. People are addicted to sugar, shopping, uh tanning, spending <laughs> money like gambling. Gambling seems like gambling. the easiest addiction to not have. Yeah, the easiest addiction to not have and the most financially destructive. Yeah, man. Because there's no way you're going to spend $35,000 on heroin in one night. I mean, you could die from it, but Yeah. Uh, but, but you're not yeah. Gambling, yeah, you can see your entire life savings go Just in like, a night. Just like go. And whenever I go to Vegas, I truly play like two slots and I'm like, "Okay, so I like literally lost $2." But do you like instantaneously? Do you feel that pull though, where no. it's just like, oh, see, yeah, see, that's that's the scary thing about gambling because no. because it, it like it scratches an itch in your brain. Where some people they're mm-hmm. like, if I just put another dollar in, then I can get the two dollars I lost back. No, I'm like, if that's... I put another dollar in, I'll probably walk away with thirty five cents. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, and it's I mean in Vegas it's everywhere. Like mm-hmm. the, every bar has it inside the bar mm-hmm. in the uh, airport. It's wild. Yeah, it's crazy, and you can I... smoke anywhere in, in Vegas too, which yeah, is yeah, it's gross and it's like a stale. It's it's not it's like it's awful. Whenever it's I see awful. like a kid in a casino, I'm like, this is not this is secondhand smoke. This is not good. Your kid's gonna like die. I tried to play blackjack or something, but I don't know how. At a table? Mm-hmm. Oh, see, that's if you're at a table and you don't know how to play blackjack, you can piss everyone else at the table <laughs> off because there's like unwritten rules to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you yeah, can like everyone really got real sc- mad at me. Yeah, you can really screw up like the count and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I just stay away from that entirely. Yeah, I did very bad, and then I went to another table where nobody was at, and I was like, "Hey, lady, you want to teach me?" And she's like, "No, I can't teach you." <laughs> so then she walked me through it, and then I was like, "This," and she's like, "This is a bad bet." Yeah, and I was like. This. She's like, all right, you lost your two dollars or your ten dollars or whatever it was. I just, yeah, gambling. It's it's so bad. And then slots, like when people just sit at the slots and they're just dinging. I'm like, it's never gonna happen. No, it's go home. It's not, and there's no strategy or anything. It's literally just no. like I'm hitting a button for the entire night. And it seems mind numbing. It's like sitting in front of your computer all night or your fucking phone all day like just go out and live yeah but then vegas is kind of hot so yeah it's it's they they want they want to keep you inside you got to have that central air Mm -hmm. um yeah so it's i don't know it's tough okay nick we've come to the point in the podcast where i ask every guest this question why won't you date me (laughs) because you don't play tennis no um is every guest on the podcast someone you've dated? 
Um, the first five episodes are, <laughs> and then it turned into friends. Hold on. Okay, wait. Um, so it's people I've dated and people I've like hooked up with. Before I answer your question, I have a question for you because yes. I heard you on Doughboys, and you said that you knew you dated two different guys that really liked the Doughboys, and one of them smelled like a dish rag. <laughs> Am I the one that no. smells like a dish rag? No. Okay, I've been thinking about that for like seven months now. <laughs> no, that was a man I went on one date with and then lied to him to escape. And then he kept messaging me and I was like, I can't go out with that man again. He legit smelled like, you know how like a dish rag? Yeah, like, no, I know, I know the exact smell and that's why I was so scared that it was me. No, I would not have gone out with you again if you smelled like a dish rag. Okay, okay, so I have closure on that. Um, mm-hmm. So why won't I date you? Yeah, yeah, yeah! Um, you know, it's, God, it's like, it's just like the ultimate, it's the ultimate cliche, but it's just like, I feel, I mean, even now, like, I feel like way more of a friend energy than a romantic energy. Okay. And um, okay. it's just, it's one of those things where, um, oh, God. You literally can't hurt my feelings. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm, I'm not worried about that. I just. Um, it's just because what we went on. What was it like? Five or six dates. We went and mm-hmm. saw Dunkirk, which uh, was awful. It fell fell fast asleep for. I don't it fall was... asleep in movies anymore. By the oh, way, you don't? no, I got over that because uh, <laughs> I have contact lenses now, so I know that I can't fall asleep because ah, they'll roll back in my head. Um, you can sleep in contact. Oh, don't tell me for that. like thirty to forty, <laughs> like. An hour, I think, before they'll get like sticky and gross. <laughs> but yeah, you fell right asleep during Dunkirk, and yeah, I got a, confused, that was a and loud I was awake. Movie. It was very loud. The sounds weren't good. But then you woke up, and I was like, I don't know what's happening. And then you very easily were like, Oh, this, and I was like, Hell, <laughs> I think Barry Kilgan is dead. Um, no, so so yeah, that's just um, it's one of those things where I I really was having a good time hanging out with you mm-hmm. as friends. So, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to put it to an end so quickly because okay. I, you know, I, I feel like, I mean, we, you know, what, what we just talked for like 45 minutes. Like mm-hmm. I feel like we, we, you know, we can go out to dinner and have a fun conversation for an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, it's one of those things where to take it further than that, to take it just beyond getting along. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there needs to be something more there that just, I don't know, just wasn't there. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's, you know, nothing, it's nothing you said or did. Um, I heard on the podcast cause my, it wasn't a, it wasn't like a breakup text, but my, like my kind of like, Hey, like, let's just be friends text came mm-hmm. after you called me a dumb, dumb. <laughs> and I, I heard like, I had heard that you thought that that was one of the reasons and I, I want to tell you that no okay. like I, I I was not genuinely hurt by you calling me a dum-dum like it was a, in a way out yeah exactly yeah no I I wasn't I wasn't so deeply hurt by that's what it seemed like because I was no, like I know. dum-dum's not you stupid motherfucker <laughs> no, um no, 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 it wasn't that. It was, uh, and honestly, that was, this was what, last September or August? Mm-hmm. Yeah, last August. So then was, I was a month out of weed smoking, which mm-hmm. for me, it took me about like eight months to get kind of back into reality, as okay. weird as that sounds. So, I mean, looking back now, like there were, <laughs> this is insane to say, but like there were, there were weeks where I wasn't sure, I wasn't sure if I was awake or asleep. Like I, I, I had trouble different, differentiating between dreaming and because mm-hmm. I didn't, dr- I, I smoked weed for, I mean, I smoked weed heavily, heavily for ten years, mm-hmm. and I never had any dreams. So when you stop smoking weed, you you start like having insane dreams, mm-hmm. and so it just, I don't. This is all just like, it's, it's, it all just sounds like excuses. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I was just, I was in a really. I'm just, I can't, I can't not say cliches. I was in a really weird space back then. I mean, cliches are what? Like, uh, it's like stereotypes. Stereotypes are based in a little truth. Cliches are kind of based in a little bit of truth. Yeah. So if you're in a weird space, you're in a weird space, baby. (laughs) Yeah. And um, so, yeah, it was one of those things. And, you know, there was, there was nothing outwardly, um, you know, outwardly, there was no, you know, like really bad night that we went out and it was just no, like, we had great dates. No, I was no. fucking perfect. Yeah. I was very funny. No, I totally. was good company. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and, uh, no, it was, it was great. It was, it was great hanging out. Uh, 
your ArcLight, your ArcLight movie. Uh, I had trouble getting over that. The fact that you don't you don't obey reserved seating <laughs> at reserved movie Here's theaters. The <laughs> thing: if there's no one else in the theater, it is your theater. That's fine. But if it's like a crowd, if it's a crowded opening, well, if it's crowded, <laughs> of course I'm going to sit in my assigned seat. I don't want. I feel like you're walking it back now. <laughs> that that's not the attitude you were taking last year. I feel like you might have had. Did you have a, an awkward experience? With- sure, have not. Oh really? Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. If it is 25% full, I will sit wherever I want. That's fine. If it's 50% full, I will sit wherever I want. If it's 75% full, I will obey. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yes. That's good. And then, like, if there's open seats and someone's like, you're in my seat, I'm like, then go sit in another seat. (laughs) Like, it's not, I saw the seating chart. There's, like, nobody else here. We'll see. The problem with Arclight is the movies now, they all fill up in, the, in like the five minutes before the previews start. Mm-hmm. So uh, like a half empty theater or a half full theater. I uh, never get anywhere on time. Uh, I usually show up two minutes into the movie. That's another so problem. Every- <laughs> <laughs> so everybody is already seated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, is that... Is that enough? I mean, is that enough of an answer? Do you do you have any any other questions? Like, no, that is was Will Hines' th- answer. He was like, "I didn't feel a spark," which is fine. I get it. I don't know how to be more sparky for people. That's the thing. It's 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 not um, it's not a matter of being more sparky. It's just uh, it's just a matter of have you read the book Attached? No. That's like that's like the big relationship book that people are reading now. Mm-mm. It's about different attachment styles. Mm-hmm. So there's um, secure. Um, avoidant, and then a third, which is like kind of paranoid. I can't remember the the, mm-hmm. but it's basically it's like it's like anything. It's just finding the right fit. So um, it's finding somebody whose attachment style is compatible with yours. And uh, so it's not you know I I I would say there's nothing you know nothing for you to change other than mm-hmm. the cigarette smoking. Okay, cut that out. Yeah, but beyond that, no. It's just like just keep. Because, I mean, God, over the last year, I've gone on so many, so many dates. And that's like, I don't know. I, I feel like it's with with kissing, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like there are people that are, quote unquote, like bad kissers. But they're mm-hmm. those bad kissers will are kiss. Are good all- kissers for somebody else. Exactly. So it's that's all like just ugly people. Yeah. They're pretty to somebody. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's why I feel like whenever you see like a weird couple at the airport or something, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, OK, like <laughs> they found they found their match. Like they found somebody that, you know, is on the same frequency as them. That's all of Portland. Yeah. Oh, really? All of Portland uh, odd is couples. the strangest couples. You're like, how? How does that fucking fit together? It makes no sense to me. Can I ask you another question? Did I make you nervous at all sometimes? Nervous in what way? I don't know. I got a nervous energy from you sometimes. Uh, like, no. Uh, I mean, nervous in, I, um, like, how so? Like, like, how is, like, like, I wouldn't come out and say something or. No, you know how, like, you're talking to someone, you're like, I think I'm making them nervous. Uh, I mean, I, I can't, I can't remember a specific time where I kind of, I felt like that. Um, maybe though, I mean, if you felt, I mean, if, if you felt it, then I was obviously giving off some sort of energy. Fair. <laughs> fair. Not an answer. Not an answer. But, but fair. <laughs> I mean, it was a weird question and I didn't have anything specific to back it up. It's been a while. <laughs> uh, do you have a question for me? Um... Do I have a question for uh, no the, the the big question I had was do I smell, do like, a smell dish like a rag? dish rag and I'm glad that I don't. Um, I uh, other than that, do you? Okay, you, okay. So, um, God, I don't know if I should bring this up, but the, the fact that you are now like Instagram friends with an ex girlfriend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm amazed that it, it's only come up now, but. Um, Oh, I, I forgot where I was going with that. But just, oh, and uh, okay. So mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, uh, I texted you to let you know that like I really liked nailed it, and I thought yes. I thought you did a really good job on it. And so my ex girlfriend was like, "Why would you do that? Like, why would you text her and ask that?" Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know. I did it honestly out of the fact that you were taping it when we were going out. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was like, oh, like you were talking about it a lot on dates. So. It's to actually 
you know, work, working in post-production, I know mm-hmm. how there's like, there's this long gap where you can do something and then it comes out, you know, six months later. Yeah. And I feel like that was just kind of like a, an A to B type thing where it's like, oh, you know, I remember you shooting this. And I just wanted you to know that like, it came out great and it was mm-hmm. awesome and it's super funny. Um, I didn't want it. Like, I didn't want to just kind of seem like I was just like coming out of nowhere to like fuck with your head, you know? It like, did seem like that. It did? Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Um, you know, honestly, because because after um, after the after the dumb dumb incident, mm-hmm. we then texted about like a month and a half after that. Yeah, and that's when I was I was dating somebody. Yes, yeah, um, that didn't work out clearly. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, she played tennis. That and she uh, she lived on the other side of town. Oh yeah, fuck uh, that. <laughs> it's tough. Um, but so um, so I don't know. I. And when, cause, cause yeah, you, you would reach back out to me and I, you know, I honestly have a very, very good time hanging out with you Mm -hmm. and I, real talk, I really have like two friends in this town. So I really kind of did want to be your friend. So, so after I texted you that, then it kind of fell off. So I was (laughs) like, so I was like, after nailed it, I was like, okay, maybe this is a chance. Like maybe enough time has passed. Yeah. Uh, But you you didn't say anything about hanging out. I don't know. Like I, enough time had passed <laughs> that like I like I'm not pining for you. No, yeah. That ship has sailed. Oh no. If you wanted it, you <laughs> would come get it. Yeah. And you didn't. So yeah. like I understand that. But like it felt like you were just coming out of nowhere to be like, hey, remember me? Think about me for a little bit. Think about why I'm <laughs> texting you. Bye bye. Yeah, no, I I mean, having having, you know, a month of, of distance to think about it, like that is, yeah, that was that was bad of me. I I'm sorry for that. But I mean, if you wanted to hang out, you should have said that. Well, you were said you said you were gonna go to Vegas that weekend. I did. Yeah. There's other weekends. <laughs> True. Um, I don't know. I <sighs> I don't know. In my mind, I was like, well, you know, because I feel like you're you're I actually looking back in the text. I was the last one to send a text. So Mm -hmm. I was like, "Okay, well, you know, clearly. Clearly, if you wanted to hang out, you would have said something by now. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, okay, I opened it back up and then you didn't you kind of. And so I was like, "Okay, she doesn't want to hang out. Like also, I was like. People say, let's be friends as like, a, like let's be friends and then we'll never see each other I again. said it. I said it in a way more desperate way. Like, let's please, please <laughs> be my friend. It's so All lonely right. in this tinsel town Nick, we live in. I'll be your friend. Yay. I won't wake up at 6 a.m. <laughs> I will play tennis with you, though. Yeah. It would make my dead dad so happy. And you live over, I, I, can't, I shouldn't say, you Please live don't over, say where I okay, live. Okay, you live I in, live near a tennis place. You live by a big tennis facility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You live by two big tennis facilities. Oh, I thought it was just one. There's the one, there's. The one down the road? Down the road and, and then, then up, up in, in the there? mountains. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, up in the canyon. Okay, that was uh, a real smooth way <laughs> to talk about something yeah, we both know stalker, without like, letting people know where I live. Yeah, a stalker is currently like triangulating your position. They're like, okay, tennis, two, tennis yeah, tennis two courts tennis, within a mile okay. of each other in Los, where is it? in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, so uh, I, you know, I'm sorry for for popping up out of nowhere <laughs> like that, and uh, you know, kind of un- unwelcomely. Like an unwelcome presence back in your life. It I'm sorry for that. It wasn't unwelcomed. It was just, what is the motive? Yeah, because I know I'm funny. No, I, I don't know. need you to tell me I'm funny. Th- that was truly yeah. it. But like, if you wanted to hang out, you should have said, "Let's hang out." Now I know. I can see that now. <laughs> Hindsight is twenty twenty. Indeed. Nick, we have to wrap this up because Quest from Nailed It is outside. Um, uh, do you want to promote anything? Uh, no, no. If you want to see photos of my dog that's been, uh, he's been roaming around the studio this whole time. Uh, my Instagram is Nick, Nick, snow, snow. Uh, I am not on Twitter. Get Why? off, get off Twitter. It's toxic. It's <laughs> driving people insane. Yeah. It's not fun. Yeah. Um, you know, not a fan of Trump, but it, it is really, really like. Wait, you don't like Trump? No, get yeah, out. It's, it's a hot take. I, I know. love Trump, but that's my president. <laughs> but the 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 level of how dare you, sir, that's happening on Twitter is, <sighs> uh, you know, it's I getting off Twitter was for mental health the best thing I've mm-hmm. ever done in my entire life. 
um, other than quitting drinking and quitting smoking weed mm-hmm. uh, and playing tennis and getting a dog. But um, <laughs> other than that, um, not much to promote. Uh, play tennis. Uh, if you're looking to quit smoking or quit drinking, uh, read books by a man named Alan Carr. Mm-hmm. Um, watch Love Means Zero on Showtime. It's about Nick Volatari. It's great. Uh, and beyond that, uh, not much. <laughs> and if you like this episode of Why Won't You Date Me, please uh, subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, rate it five stars. If you write me a nasty little review, I will read it. So this is from Tori Beth May. She said, hey, Nicole, would love to put my whole hand up your booty and use you like a little puppet, you cutie patootie. Eat your vegetables. Have a good day. And then this person, Josh Schmoothster, said, I want to sit on your face and braid your wig. Love ya. So thank you. Bye-bye. has been a Team Coco production. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.